What exactly is the occupational therapy doctorate degree? And do you really need it to become an OT? Will it be mandatory to have in order to practice one day? Is it a requirement to go into academia or into teaching? Is it worth getting into even more student loan debt? These are the questions that come up very frequently when I have students, typically pre-OT students, who are interested in becoming an OT. They have all of these questions as they're doing their research and, you know, trying to figure out what school do I want to go to? Where do I want to live? What research do I want to do? What degree should I get? The master's versus doctorate degree is very much a hot topic in our profession, and it has been for quite some time. And of course, you know, depending on who you ask, the answer is going to be very, very different. But now, you know, it's me. So I'm always going to have a spin on it back to the finances. So in today's episode, I'm breaking down the OTD, including the questions to ask yourself if you're considering getting it. And more importantly, answering the question, is the OTD actually worth the price tag? So you ready to get into it? Let's go. They say money makes the world go round, but when it comes to navigating the financial side of adulting, they kind of left us hanging. If you've ever caught yourself saying, why the heck didn't we learn any of this in school? Then friend, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Miracle Money Podcast, a space dedicated to having the real, open, and honest conversations about money and finance that we never had in school, but we should have. I'm your host, Amira Kondali. I'm a pediatric occupational therapist turned personal finance enthusiast. And I'm here to help you manage your money with less stress, more joy, and a whole lot of confidence. Let's jump in. All right, so before I dive really deep into this episode, I mean, I guess I should address the elephant in the room. It's been nearly, what, two whole months since I've put out a new episode? Oh my gosh. And I know, I know, I don't necessarily owe you an explanation because y'all are my podcast family, so you don't hold it against me, but... Oh my gosh, things have honestly just been so busy around here. And when I started this podcast a few months ago, I was like, you know what? I am always going to make sure I put out an episode. Like I'm never going to lapse more than a month. And here I am a little over two months since my last episode. And yeah, so anyways, it's been really busy. It's been super, super busy. But I know I explained in an episode earlier a few months ago, but in case you missed it, my family, we move around pretty frequently for my husband's career. Um, He's in healthcare and he takes travel assignments. So very similar to like travel therapy. So we moved again. My baby started these really intense swim lessons where we had to go every single day, 10 minutes a day for six weeks. And now he can survive if you were ever to fall in water. I have a whole highlight actually on my Instagram page called ISR, um, but that's a rabbit hole that I won't get down get into on this episode. And I was also pouring into building my most recent passion project, which was the OT Mama Collective. So unfortunately, you know how it goes. The podcast kind of took a backseat, but okay, I'm back and I'm ready to get back into the swing of recording. So anyways, all that to say, this is technically the follow-up episode, or I guess I should say part two to the last episode I did, which was, is the degree worth the debt? Where I really talked about in general, if becoming an OT is worth the price tag. So if you haven't already listened to that one, I'll link it in the show notes so you can check that one out. And that episode spoke more generally, but this one in particular is really focused in on the OTD because as we know, there are so many options, honestly, to getting into the profession 
option of OT, including different degree choices. So you can get the master's, a doctorate, there's a post-professional doctorate. So, you know, there's a lot of options, which is amazing. There's so much flexibility, but like, how do you choose? How do you know if you should pursue an OTD? And how do you know if the OTD is even worth it, right? Like, these are the questions that I get a lot and that I'm going to be answering today. So first things first, I'm going to say this because I said it in part one, so the previous episode, where I said that there is, you know, just there's no degree, there's no career that is worth trading 20 to 25 years of your life paying for. And I know you can be like, Amira, that's really harsh, but that's really, really how I feel. And as someone currently in this situation myself, I can tell you, it's it's just not it. Like whatever you need to do to not have to spend, I mean, two decades of your life is a really long time paying for a career or a degree like it's just it's just a lot unless that degree or career is going to ha- like you don't have to pay for it for 20 to 25 years right and you can pay it off a lot sooner so but that being said take it from me seriously it, it's just it's not worth it it's not worth it so my whole goal with this episode is really to show you and to answer the question about the otd because i don't want you pursuing this degree and then setting yourself up you know, two decades later, you're still having to pay for it. So by no means am I saying don't become an OT, which again, I addressed in the last episode, OT is absolutely a profession that is worth pursuing, but I will always say you need to do it as cheap as possible, whatever that looks like for you. So now I've said all that, I've said my spiel. So before I answer the questions, I guess I want to give you kind of a quick rundown on why I personally decided to get the OTD. All right. So I want to tell you the story too of how I found OT, I guess. I haven't, I don't know that I've shared it on the podcast before, but I was initially a pre-med major. So I wanted to become a pediatrician. And then from there, I wanted to become a neonatologist. I had this huge interest in the NICU. And at the time I was in college, of course, and you know, I was in chemistry and I was kicking my butt and they called it a weed out course. And to make a really long story short, it did weed me out. And I was like, okay, maybe medical school is not the route for me. And so at the time I was nannying for a hand therapist and she had three boys and um, she really just introduced me to occupational therapy. And I was like, okay, this is the career for me. Like I loved it. I love that you could do pediatrics. I love that you could specialize and be in the NICU. So all of my interests were there without the chemistry. So I was all into it, right? So So I started looking at OT schools, I want to say like my junior year of college, I was pretty late in the OT (laughs) game. Um, At that point, like I had to kind of scramble and I changed my major and I decided I was going to become an OT. And so I found a college that I really liked and it was in Boston, Massachusetts. And at the time I was uh, spending a lot of time on like Facebook groups and, you know, Reddit forums. Oh gosh, nowadays I don't recommend doing that because they're just full of negativity, but that's what I was doing. And I had this fear that the OTD was going to be be mandated um, and I'd have to go back to school later. So, I mean, I'm going to be super honest that initially I chose to apply to the OTD programs honestly out of fear. And I know that that sounds kind of silly, but remember, I was new to even learning about OT in general, right? So at this point, I I honestly equated it to the profession of PT, which I knew had an entry-level requirement of having a doctorate degree. So I'd heard these rumors swirling around that there was going to be um, OTs needing doctorates to practice, and, and that was going to be the case for us, and we would need that. And so, or like we would be at risk for maybe not getting hired or promoted. And so I thought, well, I might as well just go for the doctorate so I don't have to worry about it later. Now, in hindsight, I wish that I would have reached out to other practitioners to really find out their thoughts. 
And it wasn't until interview day at the OT program that I went to where I was talking to other students about what they thought. And, you know, we were interviewing at an OTD program. So I was able to ask the prospective students and the current students there inside. And that's really when I started to consider okay, do I really need this OTD versus do I need, you know, the MSOT? And at the time I had applied to two OTD programs and one MSOT program. Um, Long story short though, I ended up getting into the OTD program and I did get into the master's program, but I was like, you know, I like this college in particular. It was, um, I went to MGH Institute of Health Professions. And like I said, it was, it was a huge, a huge fear that I would need this degree to practice. And so that was really, really one of the major reasons that I decided to go ahead and get the doctorate. So I want to just give you that backstory of why I personally decided to get it. But that being said, I have a list of questions that I always encourage people to ask themselves if they're thinking about getting the doctorate degree in particular. Now, of course, you can ask yourself these questions if you're interested in the master's too, but I think really for the doctorate because it's something that you're like, you know, what is the difference? Do I really need it? And so I'm going to talk you through these questions, questions that some of them, yes, I did ask myself when I was deciding to get the OTD, but a lot of these questions I did not ask myself and I really, really wish I would have. So the first one is, what do you envision yourself doing as a clinician? And what I mean by this is, do you know what you want your OT story to look like? And I think this can be a hard one because there's so much that you can do with OT, right? You can start a practice, you can go into academia, you can go into research, you can go into clinical practice, non-traditional practice, like there's so much. And this is really when shadowing and networking and connecting with people on you know social media or whatever in person really, really comes into play so that you can know what all the different options are and then you can figure out okay if I want to do x y and z do I need to have the doctorate degree to do it now I'll say in nine times out of ten you don't right everything that I just listed you can have a private practice you can go into research you can go into academia there's some caveats there with academia but you can go into academia without having a doctorate degree um and so all of those different things that I listed are things that you can do without having the OTD now that being said you know I think too, just understanding again what that OT story and what that OT journey is going to look like for you. And of course, that can be hard, but just having a general kind of concept and then knowing what are the credentials or like what are the experiences that the people that, you know, maybe you look up to in the OT field, like what do they have? And then figuring out is the OTD a part of that, right? So that's the first question. The next one kind of falls into the same category of that, but like, what do you hope to accomplish as an OT? Like, do you want to get, you know, something public, uh, published? Do you want to, um, start a private practice. I kind of, I guess I'm going back to the same ones, but those are just the things that are off the top of my head. But really like, what do you hope to accomplish as an OT? And these are big questions, right? These are similar to like, if you go in for a job interview and they're like, where do you see yourself in five years? It can be really hard, especially as a pre-OT student to think about these things. But I encourage you when you're making this big of a decision, you know, the degree that you're going to get is a major decision and the money that you're going to pay to get that degree, right? So I really want you to sit with these questions and talk to people if you need to, but having a good foundation is really going to help you to know what you need, right? So what do you envision? What do you hope to accomplish? Third question is how could an OTD help me get there? And this really has a lot to do even with the curriculum of the programs that you're interested in attending, whether, I mean, like I said, they're a doctorate or master's, 
what does that curriculum look like and what are you going to be learning? And so the things that you're going to be learning in an OTD curriculum, how are those things going to help you accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in the hopes and the dreams and the things that you envision yourself doing as a practicing clinician? So knowing exactly what encompasses what you'll be learning, like policy and you know development is there anything about entrepreneurship is there anything about teaching academia like all of these things are things that you're going to really want to pay attention to when you are deciding if you want to go ahead and get that degree so the other question I would say too is going to be what are your research interests right because we know that the OTD is uh, pretty research is research heavy, right? It's a doctor degree, so you're going to do some research. So for myself, I had a taste of research, right? In undergrad, I mean, it wasn't like anything near what I did in graduate school. And we all do a capstone project, so you can't even just you know, take research for face value with that. Because even if you go the master's versus doctorate, like we all do research, right? But with a doctorate, you really want to focus in on is, you know, do you want to spend three years or however long your doctorate program is? Mine was three years, but do you want to spend several years doing research? And what are those research interests? Another question is how would an extra research rotation be helpful for you? So that's one of the things that set apart the OTD program from the master's in my experience was that we had a third rotation versus the master's programs have two have two just you know the field work uh, the field work rotations and then my program also had a research it was called an ADE so an advanced doctoral experience and so in that rotation it was similar to field work in that it was you know another 13 week placement you went to a facility location hospital whatever and you did your research there and so for us that's what it looked like so i think really focusing in i guess there's kind of you know two parts to these questions that i'm giving you is thinking about what the future looks like for you as an OT and how you want to show up in this profession. And then also pretty big into the research component because that is what makes up a a large part of what you'll be doing when you decide to get an OTD. So those are kind of the big questions that you can spend some time answering and doing the research, you know, in your own time to figure out. But I think these are really a good guiding start when you're considering, okay, you know, what do you what do I want to get, right? Which degree is right for me? So really focusing on on what do you want to do in the future? How will the OT help you get there? And then the research. I think also teaching, right? Going into academia. So, and like I said, you do not have to have an OTD in order to to go into academia. Um, But a lot of times, like if you're in an a doctorate program, then they'll want you to have a doctorate degree. Now, some of our professors didn't have an OTD. They had a PhD, which is, you know, an alternative option that I'll talk about in, in, a, in a little bit, a few minutes. But you don't have to have the OTD necessarily to teach. It kind of depends on which type of program you want to teach in. And so all that to say, like, I'm not going to go into all of the nuances about academia because honestly that's not my area of, of expertise but what I can tell you is that there are people who are teaching in programs who do not have an OTD so it really depends on again where you're trying to teach and what their requirements are so I don't want that to just be the only thing that you think well okay if I want to go into teaching I have to get this degree because that's not necessarily the case so I think those are the big things that I wanted to chat about in terms of like questions to ask yourself um, you know research teaching teaching. And then the bonus question I guess I have for you is, can you afford to do this? Now, 
of note, I did not ask myself that question and I wish I would have because it stands to be my biggest regret because it was a very expensive option that has put me into a very, very large amount of student loan debt. But, you know, I fell in love with the school and the city. And so when I got accepted, it was kind of a no-brainer for me. I was like, of course, I'm going to attend whatever the price tag is. But going back, I wish I would have thought more about that decision. And honestly, if I'm being frank with you, I could not I could not afford to get the OTD. Now, did I get it? Yes. And I am paying for it very greatly. But realistically, I could not afford it. Now, there are some rare cases where the OTD programs are cheaper than the master's programs, but when I say like that is one to two percent of people that I talk to, the vast majority, the OTD is going to be more expensive. And this is a rabbit hole that I'm just going to try not to get down, but programs are really charging a hefty amount. And a lot of programs, because of this mandate that's been swirling around, which as it stands to date, this it's it's not been mandated, right? So um, it's not as of 2022, the mandate was on hold and these schools were going to be able to continue to offer both master's and doctorate. So there is no elimination of all master's programs mandate at this time. It was just something that has been swirling around, but again, it's on hold. So, and even then, like one thing you should be aware of is that if that were the case, as far as like, if the OTD mandate does take place in the future, This you would just be grandfathered in. What that means is that you would still be able to like get hired. You would still be able to get a job even with a master's degree. I mean, even, yeah, even with a master's degree is kind of similar to, um, there's some OTs practicing right now who have bachelor's degrees because they were grandfathered in and they didn't have to go back to school to get the master's degree. So I know I'm like throwing a lot here. <laughs> there's so many like notes I have and I'm trying to be mindful of time and not talking your ear off, but I just want to give you all of the information so that you know kind of where to start and you know what research that you need to do in order to decide if this is the right decision for you. But going back to the cost, right? And can I afford to do this? So you really have to sit with the numbers and figure out, okay, if I am pulling out Okay, let's say the master's program is 70,000 versus the doctorate program that's 100,000, 120,000. I mean, the school I went to last time I checked it was close to $150,000 to to attend for a doctorate degree versus, you know, you can go get a degree for masters for like 60-70k. So you really have to sit with those numbers and figure out, okay, if I am pulling out all of this money, what is that going to look like in the future? I mentioned before student loan calculators, I highly advise you to use because then you can see exactly what your student loan payments would be in the future, given how much money you took out. So definitely asking yourself, can you afford to do this is such a huge one, such a big one. All right. So moving on, but is it worth it? Is it worth it? Right? That's the question that I want to talk more about. Now, similarly, when I talked about is the degree worth the debt in general speaking, as far as like, should I become an OT? Is it worth getting the debt? (laughs) Yes and no, right? Like, yes, a lot of these degrees that we pursue careers in general, you're going to have to go into debt to pursue because many of us don't have the means to be able to go to school without pulling out student loans. So that I recognize, right? I recognize that if you are in that position, it's, um, you know, a huge privilege and I'm very happy for you. (laughs) But for the majority of us, we are not in that position. And so thinking about whatever you decide to pursue, you likely will have to pull out student loans. It's a matter of how much you're pulling out. So is the OTD worth it? 
Is it worth the price tag? Not necessarily. And here's why. Because when we think about the ROI, and I've talked about this before this term, return on investment, right? So let's say you invest $100,000 into an OTD degree. Will you get that investment back in a you know, considerably acceptable amount of time? And the answer is no, because if we think about just our salaries and our incomes, we're not going to get that back. Now, yes, there are some professions where they go into that much debt. And, and again, speaking very personally with my own husband, he is a CRNA, which is a nurse anesthetist. And um, think like nurse practitioner. It's just a form. It's it's very similar. I've talked about it before in the podcast. But they also go into really hefty student loan debt. Our student loan debt was really, really similar. I still honestly had a little bit more than him. But our student loan debt is really similar. The difference is the pay and our ability and to pay that degree off, right? So for me, it's going to take a really long time given how much money and how much uh, earning potential is is part of our profession versus his profession. The earning potential is really amazing. And so he's able to pay that off in a significantly less amount of time. And so for him, that return on investment makes sense. Think about even, you know, a, a medical doctor, right? So again, we're speaking about the doctorate degree, but an actual uh, practicing physician, they typically are going to make that amount back much faster than we would just given the salary. And so we have to think about that return on investment, right? We're going into all this debt. We're going into doctor level debt, but we are not getting doctor level pay as the same, you know, and like the, as a physician would or or someone in, in a different, you know, category of healthcare, I guess, so to speak. So the earning potential, that's really what it comes down to. And so having the OTD does not guarantee a higher earning potential. And therefore it doesn't make for a great return on investment because you are still in the same earning potential as you would be with a master's degree. And so that's my whole thing to answer the question, is it worth it? That's why I say not necessarily because it's not going strictly having an OTD isn't going to, um, significantly increase the amount of money that you make. The only incidents that I have heard of it being different, I think I mentioned this on the other podcast, is in the school system. Working in the school systems can increase your earning potential when you have an OTD. So that's the only setting that I've heard of. And um, again, I'm not an expert in the school systems, so I can't speak to exactly how much, but I will say the school therapists that I've talked to who have OTDs are honestly in the same boat as all of us in, in terms of the salary still being not amazing and the debt being overwhelmingly great. <laughs> so, um, and not in a good way, unfortunately. So that is my answer to the question. Is it worth it? If you come to me and you're like a mirror girl, should I get the OT? I'm probably going to say probably maybe not because, you know, it's just, it doesn't have a great return on investment. Honestly, I mean, even if you're interested in teaching and research and all those different things, is that going to allow you to quickly pay off the degree that typically comes with the OTD? Again, you're looking at, I mean, in my experience, 20, 30, sometimes even $40,000 more you're paying for this degree versus what you could have with a master's and you're earning the same, you know, amount. Like when you go to job negotiate, just having the OTD is not going to, you know, make a significant difference. I don't even teach to highlight that you have the OTD because insurance reimburses the same, right? So insurance reimburses the same whether you've got a master's, whether you've got a degree. So that is my long-winded answer to is the OTD actually worth it? 
financially. Now, what you learn and the skills, yeah, they're great. But financially, is it worth it? No. So you have to ask yourself all of those other questions. And that is more of the part that I can guide you to, but I can't, you know, exactly tell you what to do, obviously. But financially, not necessarily worth it because it doesn't increase your pay and it doesn't have a great return on investment. But is it worth it to you depending on the goals and the dreams that you have for yourself, you know, as you write your own OT story? And, And that's a question that, you know, you have to sit with. Now, one thing I did want to mention before I wrap up is that there are some options, right? If you still want to get the OTD, there are some different options. So you could, and this is something that I wish I would have done, you could get your MSOT, right? Get the master's degree. And then you could always go back later for the post-professional doctorate. And the nice thing about the PPOTD is that you can work and practice as a clinician while earning this degree. And so you're able to, you know, offset some of those costs when you're pulling out loans in order to get the PPOTD. So that's a really good option. Other options that people have talked to me about is getting the master's. And then if your job needs you to get the OTD for whatever reason, let's say you're going into, I don't know, something and they want you to have the OTD, they can actually pay for it. Now, again, this is very rare. I've only heard this, again, that one to two percent of people that I talk to, but I do know that employers have actually paid for employees, OTs to go back to school and get a doctorate degree if needed. So those are some things to just think about. I mean, you also don't even have to have the PPOTD in particular or the occupational therapy doctorate. There's also like a PhD in rehabilitation sciences. So if you're just like, I really want to have, you know, a doctorate degree, I want that higher level degree, I want to be able to, um, you know, pursue my research interests, like there's still options for you, but you don't have to make that decision so early on. You can practice in your career and then decide later and be in a better place financially to be able to pursue having a doctorate degree. So I hope that helps. Um, I, again, as always, I record these and I'm like, man, I wish I would have had someone (laughs) tell me these different things because I would have been in such a different, you know, situation. And looking back, I, I don't necessarily... I don't want to say I regret my decision to get an OTD. I think I just regret that I didn't do more research and I didn't do my due diligence. You know, I think later on down the line, like, sure, you know, it'll be useful to have in some capacity. Um, And I also, I will say I enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed the research aspect. And I don't think I would have gotten that experience. I went to Seattle Children's Hospital and I was a part of their um their pediatric intensive feeding program and I got to spend time in the NICU and it was it was a really cool experience and so I wouldn't have gotten that right if I didn't choose the OTD however the things that I have accomplished and you know the opportunities that have come my way they would still have been possible even if I didn't have an OTD so if you're questioning which path is right for you I guess just my big piece of advice, I mean, it's me, so I'm going to say this, is financially, what can you afford? Because OTD programs are expensive and I in no way can in good conscience promote going into six-figure debt to get an OTD. Again, I mean, I've said this already, but because getting the OTD doesn't automatically mean a significant pay raise. So if you can afford it, if you're like, yes, actually I can afford it, you know, maybe it's less expensive than the master's or you're in a better place financially and you can afford it, then I would encourage you to ask those questions that I mentioned earlier in terms of, you know, thinking long-term and what do you want your OT story to look like? Um, and, and of course, like I said, remember, if you want a doctorate later, you can always do that. You can get the post-professional OTD or even just get a doctorate in a, in a related area. Okay, hopefully... 
Again, this was helpful. This is my first recording in like two months, so bear with me. I'm a little rusty, (laughs) but in conclusion, I guess I just want to say, you know, it's not that I don't think that OTD is a useful degree, but it really makes me sad that so many people feel like it's their only option and therefore going into this you know, massive amount of student loan debt that will become a huge burden later in life, especially knowing what I know now. I really just wish that I could have went back and done it all over again and spent more time and and did more research and asked myself these different questions. And I've said it before, but everything that I'm doing and have done in my career as an OT, it would have still been possible even if I didn't have an OTD. So that's why I think, you know, aside from considering the financial cost of pursuing the degree, that you definitely just have to think about those long-term career goals and figuring out if you'll absolutely need to have the OTD to accomplish what you want to accomplish. But I can tell you again that nine times out of 10, 90% of the time, it's not going to be absolutely necessary to get and definitely not necessary to get and not worth getting into so much student loan debt. So ultimately, of course, it's your decision and I am just being the guide that (laughs) you possibly need in order to make that decision. But whatever decision you make, you have to be confident in it. So my advice is really to talk to other OTs, other students, ask programs questions during your interview, you know, figure out what that OTD curriculum looks like and do what feels good with you, your goals, and really is in alignment with the career and lifestyle that you want to have as an OT. You are the author of this OT story that you are writing for yourself, and I just want you to have that empowerment and have that encouragement and that validation that whatever decision you make, you have to be confident in it, and you have to just do what feels good to you And at the end of the day, it's all about setting yourself up to be successful as an OT, but also successful just navigating life as an adult and all the things that come your way financially, career-wise, just all of the things and really setting yourself up to be in a good place. As always, I'm rooting for you and I'm here if you ever want to talk more about this. Hey friend, before you go, there's a few things I want to remind you about. Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you heard, please take a few moments to leave a review. They seriously make my heart happy. Lastly, don't forget to check the show notes for additional resources, links, and maybe even some freebies. All right, that's all I've got. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'll catch you in the next one. And as always, don't forget to make it a marvelous day.